Good morning and welcome to the Leaders Brief by Egomog. Today we'll discuss developments regarding the leading COVID-19 vaccine contenders BNT162B21, Covaxin and Coronav. We will also examine the Peruvian president's impeachment proceedings and the recent acquisition of Postbank Systems by TCS. The race for vaccines might be reaching the finish line. After AstraZeneca's slowdown, Pfizer has recently reported more than 90% effectiveness in late-stage trials for their vaccine BNT162B21. The vaccine, which is being co-developed by Pfizer and German biotech firm BioNTech, is slated to undergo a review by the US Food and Drug Administration later this month. If successful, this vaccine holds an advantage over other competing vaccine candidates because of its synthetically developed nature. It can be manufactured on a large scale and it shortens the manufacturing time from months to weeks. The results demonstrate that our mRNA-based vaccine can help prevent COVID-19 in the majority of people who receive it. This means we are one step closer to potentially providing people around the world with a much-needed breakthrough to help bring an end to this global pandemic, said Pfizer's CEO Albert Burla in a statement upon the release of the results. In a press briefing for the development of vaccines, drugs and technologies for testing during COVID-19 this May, Principal Scientific Advisor to the Government of India, Dr. K. Vijay Raghavan, explained the process of the mRNA-based vaccine. One is the mRNA vaccine, where a component of the virus is taken and injected into the human body, which then translates into a viral protein, which then creates an immune response. If the virus enters the body, the response is already ready. Dr. Randeep Guleria, Director of AIMS and a member of the National Task Force on COVID-19 Management, told CNN News 18 that due to India's massive population of 1.38 billion people, it might be early 2022 before the common masses get access to the coronavirus vaccine. Doctors have also shown concerns about the spike in COVID cases in Delhi because of the onset of winters and the deteriorating air pollution index. However, according to the data released by the Union Health Minister, there has been an uptick in the recovery rate for coronavirus cases, currently standing at 92.4%. Another developing country that is grappling with the devastation of the pandemic is Brazil. In another blow to their already fragile healthcare system, Brazil's health agency last week urgently halted the final stage trial of a Chinese vaccine candidate after a serious adverse event. The halt occurred according to the regulations of the clinical trials. Although authorities did not give further details on the event, serious adverse events in cases of drug trials usually refer to either death, immediate risk of death, serious incapacitation or hospitalization. The most worrying factor is that this drug, Coronav, developed by the Chinese company Sinovac Biotech, has already been administered to hundreds of thousands of people in China. Despite health concerns, Chinese authorities have been defending the administration of the drug under an emergency use approval. 
In another developing nation, political turmoil is an added burden to the pandemic-induced economic recession. Peru's Congress has successfully managed to impeach President Martin Vizcarra. This was the Congress's second attempt after an initial failed attempt in September which saw a mere 32 votes in favour of impeachment compared to 105 votes this time. According to reports, the Congress members voted to remove Vizcarra based on allegations that he had exchanged government contracts for infrastructural projects in the Moquegua region. Allegedly, he had taken a bribe of $642,000. Vizcarra's presidential term, which was due to end in July 2021, will now be completed by the head of Congress and Speaker Manuel Marino, who also happens to be an opposition leader. After the results, Vizcarra accepted the vote and decided to leave the presidential palace immediately. Many have taken to the streets in the capital Lima to protest against the sudden impeachment proceedings. Chants and slogans saying No a la vacancia presidencial, which translates to No to the presidential vacancy, can be heard by the gathered protesters. According to protesters, the move to impeach him is nothing more than a coup orchestrated by Marino because of Vizcarra's strong anti-corruption stand. Before the impeachment proceedings, Vizcarra warned Congress that his impeachment would deepen the country's economic woes. The economy of Peru had already shrunk 30.2% in the second quarter. Financial analysts have shown concerns on the stock market and investors responding negatively to the impeachment and political instability. The impeachment was a testimony to Peru's already weak political structure. Vizcarra's predecessor, Pedro Pablo Kuczynski, had resigned in 2018 just before an impending impeachment procedure against him on the grounds of alleged vote-buying. After taking office, Vizcarra often clashed with the Congress members who were mostly from rival parties. In 2019, Vizcarra decided to dissolve Congress, accusing the lawmakers of obstructing his anti-corruption agenda. In January this year, a new Congress was elected. However, political differences between the President and the Congress members remained. In Germany, Deutsche Bank's CEO Christian Sewing had declared restructuring plans to restore profitability last year by cutting nearly 18,000 jobs. Deutsche Bank has now agreed to sell off its IT service unit, Postbank Systems AG, to Asia's largest software exporter, Tata Consultancy Services, for one euro. Reports estimate the deal would exact a loss of about 140 million euros for Deutsche Bank. According to employees, the agreement is a positive development since it provides job security to more than 1,500 Postbank employees and reduces future redundancy costs. N.G. Subramaniam, the Chief Operating Officer and Executive Director at ECS, had this to say. We are pleased to deepen our long-standing partnership with Deutsche Bank, continue to help accelerate the digital transformation, and to acquire market-specific capabilities in the banking domain. The deal, which should be finalized in December, will allow TCS to strengthen its customer relationship with Deutsche Bank and expand its growth outlook in Germany. TCS has been known to act on acquisition opportunities even amidst volatile economic conditions. In fact, during the 2008 recession, TCS had made its biggest acquisition of Citigroup's back office unit for $505 million.
That is all for today. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow with more happenings around the world. Tune in to Egomong to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade, technology and innovation. Egomong helps to make sense of change. We are a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcomes by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence. Visit our website insights.egomong.com which is spelled i n s i g h t s .e g o m o n g .com to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us then please email us at contact@egomong.com. At